Hey, this is Lynn Brown. I'm a speaker, trainer, and coach with the John Maxwell team and a teaching partner with Empowered Living. In the first half of my life, I literally was trapped by the opinions of other people. And then in my spare time, I was a people pleaser. On top of that, I had a broken mindset. Now, the unfortunate part of all that is that I had no idea. I was totally unaware that those belief systems were holding me back. And then one day I just was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I don't know if any of you are out there that can relate to that, but I truly drew a line in the sand and I was like, no more. And I took a step in the direction of my dreams and I was totally shocked. Things began to change. I mean, that quickly. Now I'm not saying that everything was perfect and you know, it was all pie in the sky and rainbows and sunbeams and all that. But, but my life began to change and, and it was shortly after that that I saw a quote from Wayne Dyer that said, when you change the way that you look at things, the things that you look at change. And I began to see that fruit in my life. And now I'm just partnering with people who want to make a difference, who want to become the best versions of themselves so that we can go out and multiply that value in other people so that they can go out and do the same. And today I'm super excited to have my friend join us on the Gritty Women podcast. She is truly a gritty woman and you will see that um, after our podcast today. But Najiva Timothy is, is just an amazing, world-changing, you know, gritty woman. And today she's going to share with us, you know, what she's most excited about and share with us her, her business and her dream. So today, help me welcome our friend, our guest for today's podcast, Najiva. Tell us, Najiva, what are you most excited about today? Well, what I'm most excited about is my business. Um, I started my new coaching business. Um, well, I started back in 2018, but I didn't devote the time that I was supposed to, um, I started my coaching business because I wanted more flexibility. I just had my baby. Um, I had him in May of 2018 and I, um, I just needed more flexibility. I wanted to be home with the kids. Um, and so I extended my maternity leave and I told them that I wasn't coming back to work. And I took that time to, um, come up with a plan of how to start my own business so I can have more flexibility to be home with the baby and just be home with my kids. I have four kids. Um, so I was so excited. I took the time off. Um, and my, in my community, they had a, um, it was like a startup program for entrepreneurs. And I was like, you know what, that's awesome. I was like, I need to do this. So I called the college, I signed up for the class. And it was a nine week cohort um, for new entrepreneurs because I didn't know what it was like to start my own business. Um, so I was like, this is great. I'll get all the knowledge that I need. So I went to the course. This was all during my maternity leave. Um, so I got three months off from maternity leave. And then when I extended it, I took the rest of the year off. So I was out of work for a whole year. And in that time frame was when I planned and strategized to start my coaching business. And then when my year was up for my maternity leave, I ended up going back to work. I went back to work. Um, and when I went back to work, it, things weren't the same for me when I went back. 
um, it was a lot of changes. The company was going through a lot of changes and I just wasn't happy there anymore. Um, a lot of, it was just a lot going on there. And I was just like, wow, my role has had changed at work. Um, so the role that I was in a year ago, it wasn't the same role anymore. Um, my team members were all unhappy. They weren't motivated anymore. It was just so, it was so much going on. And I decided, you know what, I think I'm going to devote my time to starting my coaching business. And then I left. Um, and I think it was the best decision ever because now I have my own coaching business, working for myself, managing my own time. I get to be home with my kids. And now with everything going on with this pandemic, I need to be home with them anyway because everything with school and having to homeschool, everything's virtual. So now I get to not only help people from the comfort of my home, but I'm also home with my kids to help them with school and everything. So I'm, I'm so excited about my business. Wow, that's, that's so amazing. I think it's so interesting that you were in this growth zone during that year of maternity leave. And when you made that choice to go back in, you were at a whole new level. Yes, I was on a whole new level. And I, and I kept, I kept telling my husband, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. And I was like, this year off has been amazing. I was able to grow. Like you said, I was in that growth zone of starting my own business. And, and I really truly went back because I needed the money. And, um, and I was just like, okay, you know what? I can go back to get the money that I'm going to need to start the business. But then when I went back, it didn't feel right. And then all the changes that the company was going through, it was just that it didn't fit anymore. It did didn't, it? It, didn't fit. it didn't fit. And because you didn't. outgrew it. Exactly. You were, you can't like, we know, you know, I'm a, I'm a person of faith, you know, you can't put old wine in, you know, new wine skins or whatever. If it's the opposite way, I might've said that wrong, but, um, <laughs> but it just doesn't fit anymore. And so, you know, you were, you were just becoming this amazing entrepreneur and, and your own, like you said, your own boss. And there's such freedom in that. And there was no way you could cram that back into a little box. Exactly. And then the fact that my role changed because, you know, it was a lot of things going on. Some of the things that were going on were like um, the team members, they lost all their um, paid time off, all their vacation time. So, and then the company cut back on hours uh, tremendously. So when I went back, you know, and I'm like, wow, I've been gone for a year and I'm trying to get back into the swing of things. And then, you know, everyone was so unhappy and I'm like, what's going on? Why is everyone so down and what's going on? And they're like, Najiva, you have no idea. Wait till we catch you up on what's happening. And it was just, it was terrible. I mean, the, the, the team members, they lost all their time. They didn't have any vacation time anymore. The budget hours were cut. So people were only being scheduled like 20 hours a week. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they, they, they felt like the company didn't care about them anymore. So because of that, they weren't coming to work. They weren't doing, they weren't putting in that effort. There were a lot of call outs. People were just, 
they felt like the company didn't wasn't listening to them and they felt like the company didn't care about them anymore so because of that they weren't putting in a hundred percent that's so, right that that loyalty piece is so connected to to the culture and you know i know there there, there are people listening right now to your story and they're thinking wow, have you been by my business? You know, they're thinking that I feel the same, some of those same thoughts and maybe they can't leave this afternoon. You know, maybe, maybe they're tied to it. You know, like you said, you needed that money initially, you know, maybe they're tied to that too, but what, what could you say to them when that, that feeling is inside of them of there's got to be more for me, or I want more for my children or my family, just like you did what could you say to encourage them right now? Cause I think right now, you know, with all the uncertainty, you know, we're still having to lead our lives through this uncertainty and, and the not knowing, how could you encourage them right now? I think if anyone has a nudge in them to start something, um, I think you should really consider what it is. And I know, you know, you might can't just get up and leave your job right now, but I think you should kind of, have some kind of a plan as to what that would be. Start thinking about it and start writing it down. Um, and then you can work towards that or you can still work that nine to five and still try to plan and strategize your business because that's what, well, when I first started, of course I was on maternity leave, so I was putting in my all. But then when I went back to work, even when I went back to my nine to five, I was still trying to plan and strategize my business. Um, because I knew once I went back, I was like, I know this wasn't going to be for me. So I, it, it motivated me to still kind of put all that together because I knew I didn't want to be there anymore. So I would tell someone, if you have that nudge, that you should think about planning and strategizing how you can start your business. That's exactly right. I mean, because that nudge is, that's your fire. That's your heart, your soul, you know, and your dream wants all of you. And there's never going to be a perfect time. There's never going to be a time on your schedule that has all these huge blocks of time that say, okay, here's your time to go sit and, you know, just reflect and dream your dreams. I mean, you got to create time for it. You got to make time for it. Yes. Yes. You got to. What is is something you've done personally that like creating a system and you're, and now that you're staying home, you're working with the kids around the kids. And you know, that's not for, that's for gritty women to do because you can't be wimpy and do that either. You know, you just can't, I mean, there, there might be kids knocking on your door right now, you know, that are saying, Hey mom, I need a snack or it's lunchtime or whatever, you know, but, but being an entrepreneur is not for wimps. So what could you, what is something you've done? Maybe one tactic, one system that you've put in place that has helped you, kind of gain some traction in this area? I think one of the biggest things for me having to, you know, do everything and juggle everything was I had to try to find some kind of a balance and time management. Time management is so important for me at right now, especially, well, right now the kids are not in school, but, you know, when they were going to school and me, you know, working on my business and having to spend the time with them and cook dinner and making sure I'm spending time with them, you know, recreational time with them because, you know, they can't go anywhere, you know, we're all stuck at home. So having a system, a a time management system for me, 
um, helped me to find balance between having to juggle everything. So I had to come up with a schedule where, you know, in the morning, you know, it was time for me, you know, breakfast, of course, and then having to sit down with them and go over what they had to do during the day for school, and then being able to take breaks in between that. So while they were you know, doing their schoolwork, you know, everything was virtual, of course. So why have everyone set up on their computers to do what they had to do? Then that was my time to sit down and do what I had to do. Then I had to stop and make lunch. And when they eat lunch, I eat lunch. And then when it was time to get back on the computer, then I got back on the computer to do what I had to do. So it was kind of like I had to have a, a, a time schedule for everything so everything can work out smooth. And then you know, once everyone was done with that, then we had time to go outside and, you know, spend time together um, outside as a family. And, you know, so it was time, time schedule, time management was very important to juggle everything um, for me. I think so. I think that's a, that's a great point. It is just sticking to a, a schedule and a system can bring such order and peace in the home or the yeah. workplace, you know, it just kind of gives you those boundaries. People want boundaries. And I think we thrive better with them. Yes. You know, that, and, and then that, on top of all that, just know that it's going to be covered in a, you know, a mindset of adaptability and flexibility because every day almost is like, you know, a new news flash or a new statistic or a new number or a new, whatever. And so we just have to, we have to keep our, our focus on the main thing, the main thing. So I definitely had to bring in some of those leadership skills in the house. <laughs> yes, I think that's a, that's good. Yeah. You got to bring the, you got to bring the leadership skills into the house around the breakfast table, you know, negotiating through all your kids and computer time and like you said recreation time and just all of it is again it takes you got to be gritty to do this yes for sure (laughs) and so thinking about gritty you know when you first saw the gritty women podcast the g is for gratitude the r is for resilience the i is for being inspiration the the two t's in gritty are think tough because we know this is not for wimps. And the why is you do you. Which part of Gritty resonates with you the most? Wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All of them do. I know. All of them do. It's but I was. Choose. I know. That is hard to choose. I, 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 I think gratitude is so important. Um, and resilience, too. But I think, I think I'm going to go with gratitude. Um, I think at this time right now, I know it's a lot going on with the pandemic and everything, but I am still in the midst of it all. I am still thankful um, for just my family being safe. Um, I'm thankful for, you know, just us being able to come together as a family and get through this together. Cause alone is hard, but together is better. So I feel, I'm just thankful that, and I'm a woman of faith. So I, I really um, trust and believe in God. 
So I just, I just thank him for just continuing to watch over my family each and every day. I'm truly thankful for that. And, you know, like I tell my kids, I know a lot of stuff is being taken away from you guys right now. You know, usually right now we'll be traveling all over, um, having fun for the summer, but we're kind of stuck at home. But, you know, to just be thankful that we're home together as a family and to cherish those moments. So we try to do a lot of things at home, you know, to make things fun at home for them being that they can't go anywhere. So we have a lot of, you know, you know, family fun nights and stuff like that. And, you know, we, I try to tell them to appreciate these moments. We need to cherish these moments together. Um, even though we're not traveling, it's still important, you know, just to be thankful for just life itself, you know, just being able to get up every day and just thank God that you're here. Um, so I think gratitude r resonates with me the most. Well, that certainly, it certainly does with me too. And, and it's such an important part. It seems so easy to do and easy not to do, you know, but just even that one thing, just instilling that in your children's, you know, hearts and minds right now at this impressionable age, is just, something that will go with them for life forever. And, and it truly can replace and refuel, you know, our joy. So I, it's number one, it's number one in my life too. And it is the one thing that is truly uh, just remove shame and guilt and, and sadness from my life. So I'm, I'm totally a gratitude um, champion for sure. Yes. And you know, because they see a lot that's going on with everybody you know, you know, my kids, they, you know, they're on social media, they're, they watch the news, they see what's happening. And, you know, they ask a lot of questions. Right. And so I'll tell them all the time. I'm like, you know, we got to be thankful because, you know, a lot of people are going through so much right now. So, you, exactly right. you know, so you have to be thankful. Um, so I try to instill that in them at this age. Now it's very important now at their age to know the importance of gratitude. It certainly is. Well, wow. You're doing a, an amazing job with your kids and your business and, you know, juggling it all and showing up, you know, for yourself and, and wow, you're, you're truly an amazing greedy woman. And we just are so thankful to have heard your, you know, a part of your story today and just thank you for sharing that with us. Tell us how we can connect with you. What's the name of your website? Um, the name of my business is a consult table. You can contact me. It's www.theconsulttable.com. Um, I'm also on Facebook. My Facebook business page is The Consult Table. All right. Well, that is a, so awesome. And there's never been a better time, you know, for everyone to know that, that we all have a place, you know, at the table. So I would encourage you to reach out and, and find out how, you know, this business can serve your needs. So Thanks again for being with us today. When, when we launch and publish your podcast, we'll include all of your bio and contact information. So, so all the world will know how to get in touch with you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you are, you are just such a, a treasure and a treat to have on our show today. So thank you so much. And I look forward to journeying through this life together with you. Thank you. Uh -huh. See you soon. All right. Bye-bye.